4. A moment of head importance, an evening's dramatic readings, a most strange journey. Every inhabitant of Copenhagen knows, from personal inspection, how the entrance to Frederick's Hospital looks. But as it is possible that others, who are not Copenhagen people, may also read this little work, we will beforehand give a short description of it. The extensive building is separated from the street by a pretty high railing, the thick iron bars of which are so far apart that in all seriousness, it is said, some very thin fellow had of a night occasionally squeezed himself through to go and pay his little visits in the town. The part of the body most difficult to manage on such occasions was, no doubt, the head. Here, as is so often the case in the world, long-headed people get through best. So much, then, for the introduction. One of the young men, whose head, in a physical sense only, might be said to be of the thickest, had the watch that evening. The rain poured down in torrents, yet despite these two obstacles, the young man was obliged to go out, if it were but for a quarter of an hour. And as to telling the doorkeeper about it, that, he thought, was quite unnecessary, if, with a whole skin, he were able to slip through the railing. There on the floor lay the galoshes, which the watchman had forgotten. He never dreamed for a moment that they were those of fortune, and they promised to do him good service in the wet, so he put them on. The question now was, if he could squeeze himself through the grating, for he had never tried before. Well, there he stood. Would to heaven I had got my head through, said he involuntarily, and instantly through it slipped, easily and without pain. Notwithstanding, it was pretty large and thick. But now the rest of the body was to be got through. Ah, I am much too stout, groaned he aloud, while fixed as in a vice. I thought the head was the most difficult part of the matter. Oh, oh, I really cannot squeeze myself through. He now wanted to pull his over-hasty head back again, but he could not. For his neck there was room enough, but for nothing more. His first feeling was of anger, his next that his temper fell to zero. The shoes of fortune had placed him in the most dreadful situation, and, unfortunately, it never occurred to him to wish himself free. The pitch-black clouds poured down their contents in still heavier torrents. Not a creature was to be seen in the streets. To reach up to the bell was what he did not like. To cry aloud for help would have availed him little. Besides, how ashamed would he have been to be found caught in a trap like an outwitted fox? How was he to twist himself through? He saw clearly that it was his irrevocable destiny to remain a prisoner till dawn, or, perhaps, even late in the morning. Then the smith must be fetched to file away the bars. But all that would not be done so quickly as he could think about it, 